Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like really quick. If you could just keep a keep an eye out, that'd be really great. You want me to just stay here? Yeah, you'd be like a super buddy. Oh, okay. Okay, be careful. Okay, thanks, super buddy. Uh, you, you there, boy. Um, I want to rent one of these carriages. How long do you need it for? Oh, just like a couple hours. Need a lot of need a lot of trunk space. I mean, a decent amount of trunk space, sure. How many dead bodies are you putting in the back? Oh no, it's nothing. Nothing too. It's nothing like that. Got it. Gives you a big wink. Sully zips down there pretty quickly. Glim, you, as you're lowering the door behind you, it kind of thuds shut. Sorry. And you hear Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's voice. Well, the meeting tomorrow is going to go really well. We got the book now, and everything will just come together. Up on the podium, as you kind of round the corner, you see the book that you stole. Looky, looky what I found. Middle of the night, very dark, but you see a horse and carriage with two figures of what you can presume to be moot. Sully, it's okay. This is my friend. Quicker. The small child's with you? Okay, get in. We got. We gotta go. Guys, can we go to the Fallen Tower? Yeah, we're gonna make this real quick, guys. All right. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I play Moot. He is a half-orc wild magic sorcerer. And Carla Johnson. I play Glim, a dragonborn paladin, and all I have in my head now is, how funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? Because before we started, you said, ready? Okay. Yep. <laughs> Touche. Have you been watching Bring It On lately? I mean, not lately, but it's probably pretty deep in my brain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've seen it a couple a of times. times. Yeah. And Amy Moore. That's all right. That's okay. You're going to pump our gas someday. I'm Amy. Go Toros. And- <laughs> go Toros. I don't know. Tom, do you have anything to add to this? Uh, uh burr. No, like it's it. cold, it's in, cold here. in here. There must be some. Toros Toros in the the atmosphere. atmosphere. All right, and I play Sullivan Slate, a Lightfoot Halfling Rogue. We're all big fans. Big fans of Bring It On. What a delight we all are. This episode now called Bring It On. (laughs) Going to be taking on something. Not sure what that is yet. Where we might make some more Bring It On references after this episode comes out is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Maybe more on the Discord. But Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. When you go there and you become a patron of ours, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Rachel Red Cloud Johnson. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel's the best. Now, fuck it. Let's play D&D. We hear the sound of creaking carriage wheels and the clip-clop of horses going down a very quiet street as they move towards the fallen tower where the ruckus is a little bit louder. Glim and Sully have just broken out of jail. Moot and Gabriel are leading the way to get back Glim's items. Glim. How do I... Is your room locked? How do I get in? I don't know. What do you guys think? They don't know. They saw me get taken away by the guard. Should I just go in and say, like, everything's fine and scoot up to my room? Is that easier? Uh, Yeah, I would totally do that. I think you could probably do that. Because they're not going to stop me from going in my own room. No, and I mean, if we're just real quick about it, I think we can be in and out of there before anyone really notices. Okay, Moot, can you go in and make sure there's no guards in there first? Oh, yeah, Like, no city guard? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna bust on in. No, I'm just gonna walk in normally. <laughs> you hop uh, hop down and up to the door, um, stepping over a couple of uh, drunken people. You look back and you see Gabriel kind of look longingly at them. <laughs> that could be me. That could be me right now. <laughs> uh, you swing the door open and you look in. You don't see any any guard there. It's a kind of half-packed house from what you are used to. Uh, they're at their busiest, but no guards. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, like, poke my head back outside and give Glim the old, like, meh? Kay. Head motion over here. Then I scoot inside. I said to Gabriel, we bad to leave without them, right? Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, yeah, because... We, I mean, he wanted to get her. You're kind of just a tag along. <laughs> hey, I am essential to the outbreak of the prison situation. The outbreak, like an illness? So you you carry along bad omens with you? Is that what you're saying? Nah, I just sometimes say the wrong thing. He takes a swig from his flask. Hey, you want to share? He hesitantly hands it towards you. I take a moderate sized sip. For a it, halfling? It's empty. And I say, touche. I <laughs> hand it back to him. Inside Glim, you enter into the uh, bar. Everyone seems mostly busy. They don't They don't really see you come in. Um, and I assume you're trying to just be quick and to the point, not really catch the eyes of anybody. Yeah, I'm just going to like, I just got back. Just going to go up to my room. Yeah, um, you yeah you, you absolutely can do that. Um, you make it up the stairs and to the door, and as you um, open it, um, your room is destroyed. Like nobody obviously cleaned anything up from when it was tossed uh, mm-hmm. earlier. Your 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 porn mags are everywhere. <laughs> Housekeeping came and then just like <laughs> left. <Yeah>. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> to see here. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to kind of look around a little bit underneath some stuff, possibly to find everything. Um, and is there anything? You just grab all of your stuff. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You load up a bag. And I grab a couple blankets, too. Okay. You're stealing blankets from the... <laughs> You walk back down the stairs and you catch the eye of one of the bartenders. I can't remember. Remember I talked to one of them? Jorgen? I, I mean, you've been there a while. You've probably met them all at this point. Yarl? Uh, Barlick. That's the one that I keep flipping to, so... Kay. You were so close with the organ. Um, and he he kind of sees you come down with the, the blankets. Do you, you put them in your bag or are they in your hands? Yeah, I put them in my bag. <laughs> Just how big is your How big is your bag? Well, I'm pretty big, so it's big. Like okay, <laughs> it's a back. It's a proportion, proportional size backpack. Okay, sounds good. Um, so he sees you come down with all your stuff, and he's like, uh, "Everything okay? You leaving?" Oh, I ran into some friends, so I'm gonna go. Uh, we're just yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go hang out with them. I think I probably owe you some money, right? Have I been paying? Do you prepay in Dungeons and Dragons hotels? I don't know. I mean, we'll say that you have. You have been paying, um, we'll say it's a silver a night. I don't know how much money you actually have. Me neither. Um, I mean, you have it on your sheet, but... I don't know if I do. Oh my god. We'll say that uh, you've been spending kind of a silver a day, food and, and board. We'll just kind of make note, you've been there for, I don't know, say six days. Seems like a lot. You've been going minute by minute with this. Yeah. With this. <laughs> totally. It's like 24 here. I think here. I've been there for two days, but whatever. All right. No, um, we can go. Yeah, we'll say two days. Because, yeah. Yeah, I think it's early. Two, yeah, it's only well, it's the middle of the one night. night still, right? You met Moot. And then the he next day thing, you, were so you were Two nights, yeah. So we'll say you've spent two silver. Maybe you settle up right then. Okay. Hey, I'm not sure when I'll be back, so I should I should settle up. And oh, I... Okay. Yeah. yeah. I heard you got... Taken, taken out by the, by the town guard. Everything oh, okay? it was a total misunderstanding. They like, I met this guy and he stole a thing. Like, you know, wrong place, wrong time. I'm always so friendly, so. Right. They assumed right. I had something to do with it, but obviously I didn't. Obviously not. All right. Um, yeah. So just a couple silver, and uh, well, hopefully we'll see you again. 
I mean, it would be great, even though I didn't do anything, if you could just, like, not mention that you saw me back here. I'm trying to persuade him. Then roll the persuasion check. I'm going to. Because the look on Rose's it's, face is like, I'm definitely going to say something. <laughs> right? As a 17. I'm very persuasive. It's the paladin in me. It's my burgeoning paladin powers. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, as long as you say everything's okay, then it should be, should be good. I'll uh, keep it on the down low. Trust me when I say it was definitely all a misunderstanding. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. No problem. No problem at all. And I quickly exit. Not too quickly that it looks suspicious. I normally exit the building. Ever try to do a normal thing normally? Never. No. I mean, Never yes, that's my my whole existence is trying to do normal things normally and being an awkward weirdo. It's like R- basically my whole normal life. Check. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you make it back out. Nobody really pays too much attention to you after that. Um, and you get back out and everybody I moved. I assume you, you didn't say you went in with her, so I assume oh, you just no, kind of I'd already yeah. left, I thought. Yeah, nope, that's fair. Yeah, just making sure. Um, so everybody's seated up in the carriage. Are we are we laying in the back with blankets over top of us? Sully's for sure sleeping in the back. <laughs> There's no booze. So what's even the point? Yeah. I mean, I'm probably, like, trying to hide now. You hop in, pull the blankets up over you, and as Gabriel goes to snap the horses again, he's like, Hey, Moot, could you, uh... He pulls a flask and a glass out of his... Could you go fill those? Like, back in the bar? Yeah. Here, Here's a... He hands you a silver piece. Yeah, it should be enough. Uh, okay. Um, do I just ask for like your usual? Is there anything in particular? Just, just fill it. Fill it with beer. Okay. Fill it with with fire. Uh, uh, okay. It's fine. Oh, I shuffle back off the the carriage and hop on in. Is there a bartender available? Yeah, Barlick's there. He catches your eye and says, yeah, what can I do for you? You're back again. Gabriel's yeah. not here. Yeah, I know. Actually, uh, we're just heading out for for uh, a quick night magic lesson. He needed a refill on these. A quick night magic lesson. Yeah, apparently it acts differently in the daytime and at night. I don't know. I'm new to this. I'm just going with what he's telling me. Okay, so just, just a beer and this is for him, so... Okay. Yeah, he said fire. I'm assuming you'll yeah, know what to do. That's fine. Yeah. He uh, pours a amber red liquid into the flask, and then he fills up the beer and hands it back to you. Silver. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Thanks. And I, like, flick it up over to him. Perfect. I'm always trying to do the moves. Right? Uh, make a dexterity check. That is a seven. <laughs> He rolled a seven as well, so that goes wide as he tries to catch it and fumble it, and it falls to the ground. He says, really, kid? Sorry, I thought it would look cool. I heard about your lobster claws, but I wasn't so (laughs) certain that that's how... Uh, Eh, Fine, go. I don't really know how hands work. All right, uh, Have fun with your night magic. You go back out as Gabriel sees you. He taps the horse. He's like, come on, catch up. (laughs) <laughs> you run with the beer <laughs> I mean I wouldn't think you would want me to potentially spill these for you but don't spill them boy so I what uh, increase my step a little bit and then does he do somehow the thing manage where he my like way up there gets the horse to start and then stop and then start and then stop uh, I think that would be funny but yeah make it make a dex check as you just see how much of it you don't spill because there's spillage. Oh, there's spillage. Uh, that was an 18. Oh, no, there's very little spillage. Like, it just kind of dribbles Perfect. off over the side as you kind of hobble up there and uh, sit down beside him. He's like, nice work. You're learning. It's good. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, it Was this a lesson? He hands you the, the rope, and he takes the drinks from you, puts the flask back in his pocket, and says, where are we to? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we need to get out of here. Or mm-hmm. we need somewhere to hide, or we need to go somewhere anyway. Right. Well, uh, all them all them soldier types are moving out tonight, so there's increased guard at the at the gates. Uh, mm, that's not really that good. No, 
No. What a night for a jailbreak, am I right? Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, probably tonight's the best night because uh, so many of them are heading down to the, the Well of the Dragons there. Anyways, uh, well, I guess we could maybe head back by, uh, by Mendez there. See oh, if he's got yeah, some ideas. Sure. There was a nice uh, a few opportunities to hide in that building. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds like a good plan to you two back there. What? Hmm? Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah, know who Menda is, but I mean, I trust you guys. Yeah, uh, Menda. Menda got us those thieves' tools. Oh, great. Yeah, we should we should get those back to her. Him. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. Moot, you know the way. Glim and Sully, you're covered up by a bedsheet, so uh, you don't know really where you're going, but you hear the sound of rushing water um, the farther you go. Um, kind of sounds like you're going over one of the bridges, and you make it back to Leighton Mendez. Gabriel goes up, and he's like, do you remember the knock on the door? I tried to write it down, but you made me tear up my notes. You're supposed to remember. You you just, but that's how I remember things, as I write them down. Okay. He goes up and does the knock again. So, are you listening? Well, I'm not allowed to write it down, so I'm paying more attention this time. All right. There's a couple knocks, three knocks, a couple more knocks, and then kind of a da-da-da. <laughs> you got it? Couple, three, couple, da-da-da. Okay, yeah. I think I got it. Cool. All right. A little while passes. Actually, kind of a long while passes because it's the middle of the night. Um, and then you hear... Um, I assume all four of you are at the door now. I mean, I would have to think so. I or guess. are you in the back? I mean, no, because I mean, I said that I trusted them wherever they were taking us. So. Sure. I am crouching in the wagon. Okay. Just wait. Sure. Quite kind of a long while passes, and Gabriel's kind of just rocking back and forth, drinking his drink. Pretty good one. Well, good. I'm. Uh, I'm glad he the the bar bar barlick bar barlick. Yeah, yeah I don't know, whatever his name was. I'm glad he did a good job. Yep, did a, did a great job. Uh, you hear soft shuffled steps, and then the slider opens up. Glim, you're seeing them for the first time, but you see light coming from behind a face, and you see black eyes um, with kind of bright golden flecks in them. And the slider closes back up, a few locks go, and the door opens up, and he says, you're back so soon. Yeah, we, uh, well, we, we got our, we got my friend out of jail. And you brought them here. We didn't know where else to go. Okay. Just come on in. Come on in. Gabriel, are you coming in too? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> and I look back at the carriage and I kind of say, it, uh, short one, you, you coming? Hey, that is not a very nice nickname. Of course I'm coming. It's just more comfortable to sit up here than it was to stand down there. So, yeah, all four of you go in. Um, very rich tapestries and very warm woods as you enter you smell incense kind of burning that has been burned throughout um, and uh, you enter into a very comfortable living space and he says have a seat draws make sure the curtains are drawn and kind of peeks out and I see you acquired a mode of transportation yeah we we figured we needed something to mm. to get our friends around town in is it is it yours? Uh just just rented for the night. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Good. And uh, where? What are your plans from here? You have two fugitives. Uh, hi, I'm Glim. It's nice oh, to meet you. Yes, pleasure, pleasure. He extends his hand. Uh, sorry, I didn't give a description of uh, Leighton Menda to you, but he is a, a bald. Headed uh, tiefling, two large horns come up and out of his his forehead and wrap down around his ears. Deep purple skin and yes, golden flecked black eyes. Like there's no whites to them; they are all black. And he's in very uh, luxurious brown and purple robes. He extends his hand. He says, "Yes, Glim. Pleasure to meet you. My name is Laden. Laden Menda. And you, my friend." 
Oh, yes. Hi. Uh, Sullivan Slight? Sully? Uh, I, I think these are yours. And I hand him the thieves' tools. He picks it up and swiftly opens it and closes it. Uh, yes, yes, these are mine. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. They came in quite handy. Good. I'm also, this you. is a really nice place. Also, your eyes are like crazy. Like, it is like looking at a starry sky. Mm. Yes, yes, well. Don't know what to tell you there, but um Oh they're beautiful, that's all I'm saying. Thank also you. like you got some cushy stuff around here. It's a great place for someone to take a nap. I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> do do as you wish. The adults will talk. Hey, I'm an adult. I'll be listening. My eyes will be closed, but my ears will be open. Yeah, because we should probably make a plan, Sully. You don't want to be part of the plan making. You're the one that's so good at all the sneaking. Ah, jeez. You and your compliments. Yeah, okay, I'm in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Oh, really easy. <laughs> it's a hard, hard sell there. Just had to butter that bread a little uh, bit. We uh, broke out of jail together. I feel like we got a little bonding going on. So, the uh, Gabriel, I assume you you uh, will be staying here and these three will be going on their way? And Gabriel says, well, um, yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be easier to sneak uh, three unknowns out rather than, than myself. Yes. Yes, of course. Um, what is your plan? What is your story, three, the three of you? What, where have you come from and where are you going? Well, like I said, my name's Glim and I have a destiny to save the world. A destiny to save the world? How cute. That I'm pretty adorable. sure these two are meant to help me. I think they have a destiny, too. Wow. Did you know about your destinies? I just wanted to learn magic. Once I met a girl named Destiny, and she was, like, super nice at first, and then she was, like, kind of a real bitch later. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep a straight face and do my shit when I see you guys laugh. I'm sorry. It's just so, like, accurate, and I love it. <laughs> that is fair. Not about people named Destiny, but that no. Sully would know, like... That, that would be what Sully would say. Makes me happy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so save the world. Uh, is there somewhere you want to be that you wish to be? Information you wish to have? Because we're getting you out of Neverwinter. So which direction should you go? Not north. Okay. I mean, that's pretty specific. Well, I mean, not really. There's three other directions. Uh, well, uh, if you were to go west, there's there's water. Um, it, we could put you on a boat, take you somewhere, perhaps far away from here. Maybe. I don't know. Don't know where the boats go. Um, we could, just rolling with it here, we could... Uh, sneak you out amidst the troops as they head down to the Well of the Dragons, and you could... Split off, perhaps towards Waterdeep, perhaps somewhere else. Would get you out of, uh, out of the eyes of the sons of Alagondar. I assume is who you're now running from. The sons of Alagonquin. The who and the what now? Is that the? Is it like an eye and like, mm. um, like, and then I like make horns, but then I'm embarrassed because he has horns, and then I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, like, is that awkward? <laughs> But I just kind of make a face, like realizing, and then there's like the tassel. Is that that thing? We saw uh, that in the basement he, of the prison. He makes no real emotion or flinch on his face as you're freaking out about this. <laughs> says, yes, and I, horns, he taps his head. 
Um, and looks like some sort of beadwork or dripping liquid from the eye, perhaps. That sounds terrifying. It it is it is it is not uh, it is not pleasing. Um, but you have seen this this image. We we saw it in the basement of the prison. Mm-hmm. As I'm saying this, I'm realizing I also have horns, so I like had no reason to be totally <laughs> weird about that. Um, do we? Can you tell me again what they were called? The sons of Alagondar. Yeah, uh, you know the 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 prison warden. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Yes, yeah. Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. Oh yeah. Well, pretty sure she's working with those uh, sons of Alagonquin. Yes. Are they are they related to the Cult of the Dragon? I need to help defeat the Cult of the Dragon. I'm a follower of Bahamut, and they're trying to raise Tiamat, and that's like no bueno for me. Every I time you mention that you're a follower of Bahamut, I feel like you're gonna get a pamphlet out. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going Hi, door to door. <laughs> have you heard the good word? Let me share the good news about Bahamut. <laughs> and meanwhile, Moot's been writing in his notepad, and he says, "How do you spell Alag?" Alagondar? Exactly like it sounds. Oh, Alagondar. If you actually want it, it's A-L-A-G-O-N-D-A-R. Oh my god, it's like literally the only phonetic spelling that ever has existed in Dungeons & Dragons. No Q's, no X's, (laughs) there's no mystery Y's. There's no apostrophes in the middle for some reason. I like it. The sons of Alagondar believe they are the true rulers of Neverwinter, and that Lord Daggle Never Ember perhaps is um, a false ruler, a phony, a. That's why they wanted his ledger. It was ledger. Yeah, this ledger. And I opened my bag and I bought a peek in. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. I mean, I can't give it back to them. No, no, that would that would not be good. Uh, Lord Lord Never Ember has. Um, she got a temper that one. Lord Lord Never Ember has a temper. Oh, I'm pretty sure anybody with the first name Lord has a temper. Well, that's not his first name. Sully just looks confused. <laughs> what's What's in the ledger? Ah, it's a. I don't know this language. I pull it out and I start. Fanning <laughs> it. Do you know how books work, my friend? (laughs) I couldn't think of the word. I was going to say fluffering through it, and I was like, fluffering isn't a word. (laughs) It is now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Might I take a look at the book? Uh, Yeah, all right. He opens it. Interesting. He flips through. None of you you could read this. What kind of language is this? Uh, I don't know. I didn't didn't look at it. uh, he, He... Shows it to you. It's written in Undercommon, he says. Nope, definitely not. Yes. No. Um, you see, it's kind of vaguely elvish, but very different in the, in the intricacies of what it is. Um, it's interesting that they would want this book, but it seems that they did. It is a list of names. No real association beside them. Are there any names you recognize in it? Uh, there are a few town officials. Um, yeah, many, many. Well, um, their their meeting's not gonna go very good tomorrow. I can just say that. Uh, what what do you wish to do with this book? Do you wish to keep it in your possession or try to perhaps offload it? Well, if it's important. To... Would it be worth perhaps relocating fugitives? Well, you want me to sell my book and then you'll relocate us? But a mere suggestion. I mean, there is always something in exchange for for goods and services. As Moot knows, he is, he is, uh, he is owing a certain thing for the thieves' tools that you have returned to me tonight. Yeah, the routine that Gabriel knew, right? Yes, yeah. Like a dance routine? See, that's what I thought, but apparently not. Oh. Well, I don't know if I, if I, if this book is so important 
then... We should probably get it back to the rightful owner? Well, yeah, but I mean, he's going to be so mad. I don't think he will. I think we did him a great service by getting it from Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. Yeah, but the only reason Miss Ma'am Meow Meow had it is that I took it. But he doesn't know that, and if you return it, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. I don't know. What about your friend Merv? Are we going to try and save him, or...? God, I really like to. I just really can't see a way to find out how to do that. I feel like we have a lot of things going on right now, and I don't know which one is most important. Who's Merv? <laughs> oh, Merv is a really great guy. Fisherman. Stuck in the clink with me just for doing, like, fishing stuff. Mm-hmm. Or not fishing well enough or fishing too well. Anyway, he got arrested for not fishing well enough? I don't know. Anyway. Oof, this town is harsh. He helped me to liberate this book from Lord Never Ember, but in the middle of that, a giant portal opened up and these guys jumped through and they stole Murph. Like, a giant portal? Gabriel, can we can we make giant portals? You can make a giant portal? Um, no, I'm asking him if we can. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought don't... you were just good at the hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> It is possible to open a portal. I don't believe you are presently able to open one. It's funnier because you said it unintentionally. It's the only dirty thing you've ever said, not on purpose. No. You know, it's the unintentional hand job. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes it just happens when you're so to sneak up you're, on you're you. fluffering a book and all of a sudden, <laughs> of a sudden you're giving an unintentional hand job. Oh. Slippery slope. Oh, man. oh my! I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, portals. It is possible to open portals using magic. I, uh, I don't believe you have that capability. I don't have that capability. Is that like a don't have that capability yet? Perhaps. Or just in general? I mean, the magics exist, and tapping into wild magic, you can do many things. It is possible that, um, given the right motivations, you may come across that one day. Cool. And Moot just writes, portal with two underlines in his book exclamation mark <laughs> hey Sully who, what were the guys like that took Merv uh well it all happened so fast you see I don't remember I think they were in robes yeah I, I they people in robes seem like the kinds that would jump out of a portal don't you think right? seems like also mystical and magical and they jump out of a portal and then disappear they knew Kung Fu. Oh. Uh, and they were very strong, and that is why I could not save Murph. Hmm. So he kind of like digs his foot into the ground, like obviously embarrassed that he was absolutely useless in that fight, and they took his friend, and he's like. Well, I don't know who portaled in to take your friend or where they might have gone. It sounds like you three need um, direction. You need to figure out where you're going, where your destiny is taking you. Bahamut, you say? Well, ultimately, my destiny is going to take me to, to Manthor. I need to go to to Jared Timor on the eastern side of the Sea of Fallen Stars because I need to declare myself to Bahamut. But I think, I don't think I'm ready to do that yet. I think I need to see a little bit more of the world before we go do that. So I want to stop the Cult of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so good. what if we went with the, if that's where the soldiers are all going, let's go join the fight. What do you guys say? Uh, yeah. Um, listen. 
So the cult of the dragon's like really big, right? And they're like super mean and stuff. And like, you don't want to be mixed up anywhere near those guys. And I'm sure that there are other people working on this. And like, like, you know, what are three inexperienced, two inexperienced and one highly handsome person gonna do in, in the grand scheme of things though, really? I mean, like, we probably shouldn't go in there. I can't go back there. Well, Glim, is this is this what you think your destiny is with your saving the world? I'm not sure yet. I don't. I don't know for sure, and I might maybe know for sure if it was, but it certainly seems like the right thing to do. But Sully, if you don't want to go join a crusade, I understand. But what do we do then? You don't think we can find Merv and you don't want to go join the fight? What should we do instead? Well, you're making me sound really indecisive. If I might make a suggestion. We need to get you out of Neverwinter because I feel the bells will be tolling soon, signaling your departure. Perhaps we send you in a caravan Disguised amongst the troops, there are many mercenaries, many people who are just off to fight the good fight. It's not like you're marching off in a troop full of armored soldiers marching line in line. You would blend in quite simply, and you split off, perhaps move towards Waterdeep. There are many people who have gathered there. You could certainly be far outside of the Sons of Alagondar's reach at least for the time being, if they feel they need to pursue you, that might change later. In Waterdeep, you will find a temple of Bahamut, where maybe you can get some more direction on your destiny. If we go this way, we're going to be not traveling with the Cult of the Dragon, though, right? Uh, No, that is hopefully not the case. Probably never even see them. Cult of the Dragon are at the Well of well of Dragons. All right. Um, which is where these soldiers are marching to, and Waterdeep is halfway, give or take. Yeah, okay. Uh, hey, Magic Man, um, you think you can work on that portal thing on, on the way? I, I mean, uh, yeah, it sounds like it's pretty advanced, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Is there anyone there to teach me magic? Where do your abilities come from? Good, good moot. Uh, well, Gabriel has been telling me, well, and he's not the only one, uh, but apparently just uh, wild magic. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I hate to say that you're on your own, but I feel like this trip will be good for you. It will push you in ways that might bring you closer to the wild magics. Have you had any incidences? Well, I, I broke I broke Gabriel's mug when I was freezing his drink. Is that what you mean? He chuckles and looks to Gabriel as Gabriel is reliving the moment and it's very disappointed. Uh, no, that is not what I mean, but um, just be warned that tapping into wild magic sometimes has consequences, and to be aware that some dangers could come from using them. Oh. Well, Gabriel, how come you didn't say anything about this? It was a controlled environment. We were down by the water. I felt like anything that could have come through, we could have just drowned in the water. Something, wait, something can come through? No, you're fine. Come through what? Come. What do you come mean through come where? through? Tapping, tapping into wild magic. Sometimes, you know, when you're when you're trying to do something, trying to think of an example, like you're trying to write down what you learned today. Oh, know? I do that all the yeah. time. Sure. See, yeah. you're trying to write down what you learned today and then your mind drifts. And you write down a recipe for your grandmother's or father's pilaf? <laughs> like, a, like a rice dish? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, like yeah, see, that's dish. why I like to take notes as it happens. Then I can, then I don't have to think back at the end of the day. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, I mean, all I'm saying is sometimes you're trying to do one thing and that thing might work and then something else might happen. Like maybe there's a big fireball or maybe there's little gremlins that come out of nowhere. Who's to say? Don't or, know till it happens. Or maybe a portal opens and that'd be cool. Or maybe a portal opens and that'd be cool. Let's hang our hat on that one. Good good job. Holy yep. man, Glenn, you're so fucking positive. Moot just kind of looks at his hand with the the feather necklace wrapped around the wrist and he's just kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You, you're, you're doing really good. It hasn't happened yet. Usually it's happened by this point. So maybe you're uh, in your clear. Uh, okay. Maybe. Hey, we're back to the middle of the episode now. <laughs> I got to do it for once. You did. You were quicker on the draw than everybody else. That's right. Now's the time when we tell you that we have another contest going on. Another contest, Russ? Another contest? We just had a contest. We just love contests and we've got all this sweet stuff. So we have another Ghost of Salt Marsh to give away to somebody awesome. That's the adventure module with like pirates and stuff, right? Yeah, it is. That's awesome. I, I really want to play it. <laughs> but that's not going to... Well, maybe whoever wins it will play it with you. <laughs> maybe. We'll have to <laughs> maybe. see. Um, but if you want to enter this amazing contest, you have to tell people about us. Yeah, it's really easy. You can share an episode on Twitter. Maybe, uh, you know, your favorite episode or maybe just the most recent one. Whatever, that either one works for us. Using the hashtag DumbDragonCast with that just to make sure we can find it. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, there'll also be a post on Facebook you can share, but maybe comment on that, too, because sometimes we can't tell who shared things based on, you know, settings. So share it. Tell us that you shared it and that will get you entered as well. I'll link that one down in the description. That's what people say in the, the, the podcast the thing to say. It's totally. The thing. Yeah. And now Amy's back and we've just finished all the details. Amy's here now, too. Say goodbye to the lovely people, Amy. Goodbye, lovely people. Thank you for doing so, and we wish you the best of luck in the contest. Yeah, good luck. Win it. To good win, luck. To win that Ghost of Salt Marsh, it's going to be good. Now let's get back to that episode. Yeah. Episode. episode. <laughs> Anyways, um, if we are to uh, get you out, we should probably do so swiftly. Is that what you want to do? This sounds like yeah. a good plan. If we head to the Temple of Bahamut, I know they'll take us in... And I can learn more about my destiny and they'll love you guys because you're the best. So maybe that's what we should do. Ugh, I, I can't believe I'm yeah. saying this. Yeah, okay. All right, I shall make arrangements. He um, walks out of the room and leaves you four in there, um, comfortable in your chairs. Uh. Gabriel, when we're on our way out, are you able to take the carriage and the horse back to the stables? Yeah, I'll take the carriage and the horse back to the stables. Do I have the ledger? You didn't say you took it back. <laughs> I, I I follow him through the door. Um, so you follow him through the door and he has gone down a set of stairs to a basement. I follow him and I'm like, uh, excuse me, mister. He turns and looks at you and says, yes, and his eyes glow gold for a second and then flashback, yes, sorry. Hey, we didn't uh, finish our conversation about um, the book for the getting us out of here situation. Right, right. But um, you have the book, it just uh, seems like a thing. It was just in my hand. I swiftly walked out. Here's your book. Thank you. Would you care for a flute? I have no need for a flute. What about a large, smooth gray stone? Just just a stone. Well, I mean, I don't know. It could be more than a stone, but... I take it out of my pocket. Does this mean anything to you? 
He looks at it and he says, yes, yes, it does. Oh, well, what is it? I, I could tell you, but that seems I'm giving you yet another thing. Oh, but what if you tell me what it is just to satisfy my curiosity, and then mm. I give it to you if you want it. So I've I've given thieves tools to break you and your friend out of jail. You got those back. I still owe a favor. I, that's not my favor, though. Nope. Moves on that. I've given thieves tools to break you out of jail, you and your friend. I am getting the three of you out of the city through means... To pass by the local law enforcement, and now you're asking me for yet another favor. Um, With nothing in return. I said you could have the rock. Fine. Okay, no rock for you. I don't need the rock. Okay, the I, flute? Then? I can explain to you what the rock is. Oh, but, well, yeah, but... Ah, I'm a busy man. I have to get you out of the city. I'll give you the flute for the information about the rock. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Uh, 18. <laughs> so persuasive. So persuasive. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. Oh. Um. 18 don't mean shit. Look. Okay, listen, can I level with you for a second? Of course you can. I don't really want to go where the cult of the dragon is going. Uh-huh, why not? Well, I kind of was like... Working with him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, um, I just really can't go back. So I, I'm putting a lot on the line here for, um, well, for Glim, and, and I'm not entirely sure why. It's not really, not really my thing. Um, but, like, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some good choices. Right. And I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what kind of uh, what kind of you know level you're on. You've given me something. You don't want to go. Okay. You're associated with the cult of the dragon, no? Well, not anymore. Well, not by choice. What you hold in your hand is a stone of illusions. You think of something, and you put the stone down, and it creates an illusion of that something. Oh. I, I put it down, and I think about myself. There is a unmoving image of yourself that pops up right above the stone. Wow. Oh, holy man. You don't a, want this rock? I don't need this rock. Are you sure? This rock does not have the same value as what we are trying to negotiate here for. Oh, fair enough. Listen, I just don't know what your intentions are with the ledger, so the I'm ledger, trying to be a good guy. The ledger holds very important information that decides whether Lord Daigle Never Ember remains in control of the city or the sons of Alagondar make a move to overthrow him. Who's, whose side are you on? I am a middleman. Uh-oh. Mm. That's a dangerous place to be. You would know. Mm. Well, how about I how would I just owe you a favor? Okay. The favor can't be for me to give you the book though. That's fine. <laughs> I ain't no dummy. <laughs> I feel after you arrive in Waterdeep, there will be a favor. I don't kill children. Why would I kill children? I thought you were a child for the first five minutes that we met. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that a lot. Um, just making sure. Been in some sticky situations before. Not in the business of killing children. Fantastic. I put my hand out. Shake on it. He lowers his hand down to you. I, I grasp it and I and I like I'm a vigorous handshaker like up down up down up down up down. He looks so put off by this, <laughs> but takes it's his hand cute, back. Though he's so small. Join your friends. Take your ledger. I will arrange for the necessary facilities to get you out. Well, thank you so much. I I'd, I really appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody that I was working with the. Not anymore, but, I mean, it's just something that follows you around, you know? 
Uh, he smiles and says, of, of course, your secret is safe with me. Ah, thanks. Really appreciate it. Oh, I pick up the rock and I'm like, this is so, this is crazy. Like, I got a magic rock in my pocket. As, and I go up the stairs. As you pick it up, the illusion disappears. <laughs> I like, uh, play with it and put it in my pocket and walk up the stairs. Just tickled. <laughs> we see Leiden Menda turn back and uh, begin working at his desk. And he is seemingly talking to himself. And we go back upstairs. Um, and after a little time passes, he comes back up and says um, appropriate uh, arrangements have been made uh, if you'll please come with me everybody he ushers everybody to climb back into the carriage and directs Gabriel and Moot to uh, head down to the southern part of Neverwinter um, you pass through some um, wrecked areas from the earthquake that tore through Neverwinter many 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 years b- before um, and much poorer places than you have generally been staying. North of the river has been very well kept and very excluded from a lot of the goings-on with the cult and refugees, but this uh, section of the city is just littered with people. They're packed tight, shoulder to shoulder. You get to a certain point and you have to get out of the carriage because there is physically no room for it to go. And Layden, uh moves you through the crowds to the edge um, of the city and uh, beyond the city walls um, there are guards but you seem to just walk past them with little to no problem and there are three carriages waiting and he says this is your caravan you will ride with them you will become their friends you will integrate yourself with them and you will blend in and move far away from Neverwinter, at least for now. They will turn off and move towards Waterdeep. And once you're in Waterdeep, I suggest you search for the Temple of Bahamut, at least to start. Well, thank you so much. I'll remember you when I'm going to save the world. Thank you for your help. I feel like we will meet again sooner than that. And I still owe you the one? Yes, you owe me the one, and Sully, you owe me one. I do finger guns. And I write down, Sully, one, moot, one. Of course, and for saving the world, that is the one you owe me, Glim. I bid you adieu, and he tips his hand and blends back in with the crowd and disappears beyond. He's kind of creepy, eh? He see he was very mysterious. Mystical as shit. You wanna know what my rock does? Obviously. <laughs> I tell them as we kinda of like grab our stuff and we're heading to the yeah. caravan. You're loading into the caravan and um yeah. What do you you put down the stone, what happens when you put down the stone? Um I I'm thinking about Glim and Glim appears. Oh and I like jump back, like what the and I, like, go, like, kind of try and poke it. I, I assume my hand, like, goes through it. It goes through it, yeah. It's yeah. a, yeah. It's not a physical illusion, but, yeah. As soon Whoa. as you touch it, it kind of wavers. Yeah. Is it, is it always Glim? That's amazing. No, it's not always Glim. I pick it up and she disappears. I'm like, it's an illusion stone. Anything I think about and I put the rock down, it shows up. Wow. Whoa. That's really cool. Can you believe he didn't want that stone? I mean, it seemed like he had a lot of cool stuff at his house, so maybe he already has a few? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Is Gabriel still with us, or where'd we, where'd we oh, lose Oh, yeah, him? I guess we could probably say uh, <laughs> adios to Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel helps you with your stuff uh, into the caravan, and he uh, says, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about the uh, possible dangers. Yeah, what uh, do I, like, wh- what do I do if that happens? Sometimes it's not a big deal. Probably just, you know, just take it easy. You know, do what you're comfortable with. Slowly push the boundaries. You'll probably be fine. Okay, but what if it's a big deal? Oh, we can probably kill it with fire. Probably kill it with fire. I have fire breath. She has fire breath. Look at, you've got a crazy band of hooligans here. You guys, 
I told you it was destiny. This is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, if something comes through, maybe just ask it if it's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, you cool? Hey, stop killing hey, that guy. You hey, cool? Hey, extra dimensional thing that just showed up. You cool? Sometimes, like, sometimes it's just a, an extra spell that happens. Sometimes it's something. They're not always bad things. Just ask it if it's cool or not. And if it turns around and tries to eat your face, then maybe use the fire breath. Yeah, Can it ever cool. be good things? You're talking about a lot of bad things. Sure. Sure, yeah, it could be good things. Hey, okay. Wouldn't it be great if you accidentally magicked ice cream every time you cast a spell? That'd be so great. See? It could be I something mean, that like be that. Pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Is that something I can, like, think about <laughs> when Maybe. I'm casting magic? You can think about anything you want, Moot. You do have cold magic, so it stands to reason at some point you might conjure some ice cream. <laughs> By accident or otherwise. <laughs> and at the very least, maybe I'll put your illusion thing down and say ice cream. And then... Could... Like to, uh, to it... Like to motivate him? No, to make him think he did it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, he'll probably write it down. He'll get distracted. It'll be fine. Oh, we're gonna have fun. Hey, Gabriel, I think, uh... I think I speak for all of us when I just say how much we appreciate all your help. And I hand him... What's a drink cost at the Fallen Tower, you think? A silver well, got the him two drinks cost a silver. So. I mean, my night there cost a silver. The economy of this town makes no sense. I know, I Either thought about way. that as soon as he was like, a silver. I'm like, what? We That's don't right. really, like, do the whole money thing. You don't know what he put into the flask. That's true. Well, that's oh, true. Fair enough. Um, Some real top shelf booze. I give. What well, we established the good stuff was water. Well, it's water, yeah. Um, I give Gabriel a silver and say, buy yourself a drink on me, okay? Thank you. It's been a pleasure getting to know the three of you, and I hope that I will see you again very soon. I'm sure I'll be back for more lessons in no time. Great. I hope to disappear into the night someday and never be seen again. I'm going to save the world. Three real different directions. I can't wait to see what happens next. As you hear the the sound of the uh, caravans uh, beginning to move out, yours begins uh, moving, and one of the people uh, at the caravan who was helping you with your stuff, we'll say, um, begins to call you and say, we're, we're heading out. Okay, uh, Glim, I guess, uh, I guess we're gonna go save the world with you. The songs Nowhere Land, Umbrella Pants, Virtutes Instrumenti, Shores of Avalon, Red Letter, and Long Road Ahead are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. Hold. <laughs> oh, please. Holding. Just, just, if you could just uh, hold for a second. Can you just play us some music? Damn it, I literally just read this stuff. <clears throat> Intermission. I'm trying to see what my destiny stuff is, but I think I have to do a bunch of stuff before that. When she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. Just gotta open roll 20. I know I just saw it. It's not in this sheet. Sorry, friends. It's when all she moves, she's... <laughs> 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 
when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. <laughs> Which is also super creepy. I would give my heart gladly. How <clears throat> can I tell her I love her? I'm happy for this to keep happening. Or I can, I'm ready now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but each day when she walks to the sea, she looks straight ahead, not at me. Go for it. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.